Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Hello, Edwin. Hey, Andrew. It's the middle of the week. Wednesday, day three on Psalm 30. Day I'm three excited. on 30. All right. What, uh, what uh, translation are we working with today? I want to read from the Christian Standard Bible. I want to talk a little bit about grace today. Well, we always like to talk about grace. Well, I want to talk about it from a little bit of a different angle today. I want to talk about the danger of grace. Ooh, sounds dangerous. It is. Well, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> Psalm 30. I'm going to read from the Christian Standard Bible, the CSB. Here they have the title as, A Psalm, A Dedication Song for the House, Davidic. They covered all their bases. <laughs> well, okay, I'll read the psalm here just just as a reminder. I mean, you know, the struggle is what house right. is it, it we does, talked about of it Monday, David? Yeah. It, literally, it's like a psalm, song of the house of David. of David. And so now we're, okay, wait, does of David modify song? Does it modify house? This seems like it's a temple thing, so we don't think it's talking about the house of David. Right. So folks are are struggling to work on that. That's yeah. that's what's going on here. So but I, I mean, I like that Davidic. I yeah. mean, that's... <laughs> which, which, by the way, you know, that also brings up this whole deal that the phrase of David doesn't necessarily mean by David. It can mean in the style of the David. Style it's David. Davidic yeah. or dedicated to David, mm-hmm. by the way. Okay, so here's the title again from the CSB, and then I'll go ahead and read. A Psalm, a dedication song for the house, Davidic. I will exalt you, Lord, because you have lifted me up and have not allowed my enemies to triumph over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you healed me. O Lord, you brought me up from Sheol. You spared me from among those going down to the pit. Sing to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor a lifetime. Weeping may spend the night, but there is joy in the morning. When I was secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you showed your favor, you made me stand like a strong mountain. When you hid your face, I was terrified. Lord, I called to you. I sought favor from my Lord. What gain is there in my death and my descending to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your truth? Lord, listen and be gracious to me. Lord, be my helper. You turned my lament into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness so that I can sing to you and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. Praise God. Praise forever. God forever. Even as you're ringing that, I was noticing how they uh, treated verse 7. Oh, okay. What was that? Well, if you want to read that again. Verse 7, Lord, when you showed your favor, you made me stand like a strong mountain. When you hid your face, I was terrified. So their treatment of that actually sets the contrast mm-hmm. for what's going to happen in the rest of the psalm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's great. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really great. So, yeah, and that's it's interesting that you pulled out verse 7 because that's really one of the things that um, I, I really was thinking about verse 6 as it leads into verse 7. Here in the CSB, I will never be shaken. When I was secure, I said I will never be shaken. The ESV there translated, I said in my prosperity, 
I will never be moved. Yeah, prosperity is in the New King James also. I will never be moved. Do you remember, I mean, this is months ago now, we actually had a few psalms right in a row that all seemed to reference this idea of not being moved. Not and we being were, moved. We were able to call to mind this, this connection. I don't know if it made it into, if we would say it was a series of psalms, but there were three in a row that dealt, that, that had this idea. Yeah. Starting in Psalm 15. Sure. And what, about verse number five? <laughs> uh, we don't have any notes here in front of us. <laughs> you asked if I remembered, so I'm looking at the paper. <laughs> in Psalm 15 and verse five, I remember Psalm 15 was one of those temple entry psalms who gets to be in the house of the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it talked about all the things that the person who gets to be in the house of the Lord has to do, and it ends with, he who does these things shall never be moved. Mm-hmm. But then when we get into Psalm 16 and verse 8, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken, which is again that same phrase. Mm -hmm. Then in Psalm 17 and verse 5, he's talking about what he has done to serve the Lord. He said, my steps have held fast to your paths, my feet have not slipped. So all of these psalms, these three psalms in a row, bring up this idea of I won't be shaken, I won't be moved, I'm not going to slip, I'm not going to fall, everything's going to be okay. Standing firm. In those psalms, it's all about obeying the Lord, it's about the Lord being with me, it's about Mm -hmm. relying on the Lord, it's about depending on Him, and when I do that, Mm -hmm. I will not fall, I will not be moved. But now, do you remember another psalm where somebody said, I shall not be moved. I think it was back in Psalm 10. Yes, I think absolutely. But but it's not the righteous people saying it in Psalm 10, is it? It is not. No, in Psalm 10 you have the the whispers of a wicked heart. Yes. And you get some of the uh some of the statements, some of the quotations of the wicked men and the enemies of uh, of God's servant. I, I hoped you would remember that one because if I remember right, didn't you do a sermon on Psalm 10? Yeah, as a matter of fact, it was did, called Did you the, call it the whispers of a wicked heart? As a matter of fact, I did. <laughs> And one and, of the whispers, and, and of, you can hear it if you go to the website christiansmeethere.org. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the whispers was not only there is no God, mm-hmm. but and and listen to this. This this I think is is really connected to what we're saying today. I, I want to back up to this is Psalm ten verse mm, three. For the wicked boasts of the desires of his soul, and the one greedy for gain curses and renounces the Lord. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. All his thoughts are there is no God. Now, verse 5, his ways prosper at all times. Your judgments are on high out of his sight. As for all his foes, he puffs at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be moved. Throughout all generations, I shall not meet adversity. Notice prosperity. Mm-hmm. And, and a pride. And a pride. And in the prosperity, because he is prospering and does not see the judgment of God yet, because he is prospering and does not see that judgment, he says, I shall not be moved. Mm -hmm. So now we get to Psalm 30, this week's psalm, and notice the context in which David says, I shall never be moved. Yeah, he talks about his own prosperity in in verse 6. my prosperity. Wow. I shall never be moved. So I said that what I wanted to talk about was the danger of grace. Yeah. Let me connect the two. Okay. Because I, I don't want you to have to read my mind on this one. Here's the thing. He, he points out why was he made to stand strong like a mountain, as the CSB says, or as the right. New King James and the ESV, his mountain was made strong. How did that happen? 
mm-hmm. according to the psalm. By God's favor. Yeah, by God's verse, favor. Verse uh, 7 says. By God's favor, by God's grace. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is now that by God's grace and favor, he is standing on this strong mountain or he is strong as a mountain. Right. Here's the danger of grace. When I get to that position, it is easy to look back and think, huh, I got me here. Mm, yeah. And one of the things that always gets me is, is how God has made his own plan vulnerable by relying on us in so many ways. I think it's so, but like illustration, mm-hmm. God could get the gospel to people however he wants. I mean, he right. could have written it across the sky. He could have miraculously handed it to everyone, but instead he relies on you and me. Yeah, he's got these earthen vessels. Unfortunately, we people are notoriously unreliable. Yeah. He made his plan vulnerable mm-hmm. to us. This is another This What we see in Psalm 30 is another place where he made his plan vulnerable. The reality is the only way I can be strong is by his grace. Right. The only way I can stand on his mountain is by his grace. But because he does that and he does it graciously, he does it without me earning it, he, he makes his own plan vulnerable because when it's done, I can look there and think I got myself there. You know, and that's not where this psalm ends. Where this ends is David's reality. I need to give thanks to you forever. Yeah. But part of the journey was there was a time somewhere in the middle. God has done his part and God has blessed him. And here's all these blessings. And and it's like he's been entrapped by the blessings. He's become enamored with the blessings and forgotten God, forgotten to be thankful. Well, you know, when when ladies are running around town singing Saul has killed his thousands and David his ten thousands, can you imagine that he might start beginning his own, believing his own press? Believing the own press, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. And so he has this victory. And I think this is a danger for all of us. This is the danger of grace. This is the danger of grace that when God strengthens me, and so because he has strengthened me, I have had victory. I, I walk out on the field of battle. I sling the sling and I slaughter Goliath and I chop off his head. And at the time, I know it's because of God. And I give God praise and I give God glory. But as days go on and I have battle, victory, I start looking back and I think about, I mean, I am really good with a sling. Yeah. And this particular danger is something that God's people had been warned about actually many times okay. when when the Israelites were going to come into Canaan land and Moses is speaking to them. It's recorded for us in the book of Deuteronomy and warning them about uh, beware in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 11. Oh, yeah. That you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments and his judgments. Verse 12, he says, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses... Oh, hey there, about beautiful houses and dwell in them. Your herds and your flocks multiply. He goes on and on about these blessings. But verse 17 says, and you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. Mm, Yes. All of these blessings, including the wonderful house, has come from God's hand. But you have not recognized God. You've forgotten about that. Whether it's you believed your own press, you got too busy, what have you. Yeah. So so here is this warning to all of Israel. Yeah. And we see David falling prey to the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It, it is the danger of grace. God even recognized it right there. I'm going to do this for you. But I, I know I'm making my plan vulnerable, vulnerable to you and your pride. But what does he do with his people? With his people... He brings them up short by by reminding them, if this is the way you're going to act, you know what? I'm going to bring you up short. I'm going to remind you. 
that it's me. me. I'm going to remind you that it's me and that you need to rely on me. So we see this I'm thinking of another passage. Uh, Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, where uh, he he makes a statement, I think, about verse 6 or verse 7, where he says something like, um, what do you have that you did not receive? Okay, yeah. If you did receive it, why do you boast as if you didn't? Mm-hmm. And how easy it is for us, and I think that that statement, that principle applies across the board, whether we're talking about spiritual victory, whether we're talking about financial prosperity, whether we're talking about health. Right. We, we have, it's because of the grace of God that we have these things, but we can have a tendency to believe that the reason why I have health and this person over here doesn't is because I made better choices than them. And then we start looking down on them and judging them. Mm. Or the reason why I have financial prosperity is because I was disciplined and I made wise choices and they didn't. Uh, and and sp- the reason why I have spiritual victory is because I'm better than them. And we start looking down and judging. And Paul's point is, what do you have that you didn't receive? We need to recognize God in everything I have. Yeah. And that will keep me from boasting as if I didn't receive it. I think not only will it guard us from boasting, but it will prompt us for the proper thanksgiving. Proper thanksgiving. thank God and forever. Yes. I'm going to give God thanks because he is the one that is blessing me. And it's about him. It's not about Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. You know what? I think we should go ahead and wrap up and give the Lord some thanks right now. Our great God and Father, Lord, we are appreciative of every good thing that comes from your hand, even this day and this moment that we can pause and pray together. It has all come from you. It is not from us. We are humble before you, and we are thankful. And Lord, forever is not too long to express gratitude for all that you've bestowed upon us. Every richness, every spiritual blessing in Christ and the heavenlies. Father, if we take the time to count the blessings and what you've bestowed upon us, we would just list after list after list. It's not enough to say it, but we'll try to say it. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song, you can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.